Hey there, Evangel. Before we dive in this morning, this is a reminder that if you have the Evangel app on a different device, and as you're participating in this gathering, you want to follow along with the scriptures or some of the main points of the teaching this morning, you can do that on the Evangel app on your phone or whatever other device that you have. So open that up right now. We are, we started this series last week. It's going to be done next week. It's a short and sweet series called A Little Bit of Wisdom Goes a Long Way. And it's a, it's a, a series on the book of Proverbs and talking about wisdom and the way that it is woven through God's world in the way that God created it to work. This is how God's world is supposed to work. It speaks in generalities. It speaks in kind of common sense terms. It speaks in, um, probabilities, not unconditional promises. It's just about how the world generally works if it's working the way that God has created to. And so we're doing different topics each week. Last week we did work. Today we're going to do the topic friendship. We're going to talk about friendship and what Proverbs has to say about friendship. Because friendships, you know, are, they, they're really important and they can sometimes um, take some weird forms. Probably you all have that friend that's really weird, or maybe you're the one that's the weird friend to everybody else, or you have friends that you've known for a long time, or even if you haven't known them for a long time, you just clicked instantly and you can laugh like crazy whenever you get together with them. You have inside jokes with them. We have friends that, you know, are seasonal. Some drop off after a while. Sometimes new friendships come and then there's always those valued few that last our whole lives. But people need friends. We all do. We all need friends. And, and we seem to be struggling with that a little bit as a society. You know, there's a, a lot of loneliness out there, a lot of sense of isolation out there. And we keep trying to figure out the reason, um, in our world. I remember watching a while ago, you know, that I think it's a British TV show called Black Mirror. And it has an episode that talks about how social media impacts our friendships and talks about this, this, um, how horrible life would be if our entire life and our cultures and society were built on likes instead of actual friendship. And that the episode, you know, really takes that to an extreme. It's a bit horrifying, but honestly, I'm not sure it's that far from where we are sometimes as a society. And there's a difference between getting likes on a post and having actual friendship. We need actual friendship. Everybody does. We weren't made to be alone. And so the Bible has examples of friendships all the way through scripture. You have, you have David and Jonathan who were just best friends. They were faithful and they were loyal even when there was significant stress that came their way. You have Paul and Barnabas in the New Testament, which was more of a mentoring relationship. Barnabas uh, mentoring and championing Paul and helping him to become the leader that he was. You even have um, Jesus had different groups of friends. He had his his disciples, his 12 disciples, and he spent more time with them than he did with the crowd. And then he had kind of his inner circle, Peter, James, and John. He were, he, they were the ones that, that he could be a little bit vulnerable with. You even see Jesus hanging out with, um, Mary and Martha and Lazarus, uh, just hanging out with them and, and hanging out at their house. They opened their home, practiced hospitality with him. They were safe space for him. So you see these kinds of friendships all the way through scripture. And then even when you look at the idea of the church, church friendships matter. Even the concept of church, it's relational. You know, the early church did not just sit and watch something on a screen, or they didn't just sit and, 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 and sit in straight rows and listen to one person doing all the talking. The early church ate together. That's how friendships are formed. They prayed together. 
That's part of friendship. They, sh they looked out for each other and shared with each other. That's friendship. And in my experience, when people leave a church, at least the reason they tell me that they leave a church, if they leave a church, it's often not because they don't like the teaching or because they don't like the music. It's often because they feel like they don't, they don't fit in. They don't belong. They don't have any friends. By the way, often the reason someone will stay at a church is because of their friends, because of the community that they have there. So anyone that thinks that church is just for teaching or just for corporate worship, no, it's relational. People need friends. So Proverbs talks a lot about friendship, recognizes the need for friends, and, and, and also recognizes how easily friendships can be damaged because we do that sometimes. And it talks about how to be a good friend. So we're going to talk about friendship today from Proverbs, a little bit of wisdom. It's going to go a long way. And there's going to be six principles from Proverbs that we're going to bring about friendship. You ready? Here we go. Number one, Choose your friends wisely. Choose your friends wisely. And there's a few reasons for this. One of the reasons for choosing your friends wisely is for your own character and even your reputation. So Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20 says, wise friends make you wise, but you hurt yourself by going around with fools. Proverbs 27, verse 17 says, just as iron sharpens iron, friends sharpen the minds of each other. Proverbs chapter 22, verses 24 and 25 says, don't make friends with anyone who has a bad temper. You might turn out like them and get caught in a trap. Proverbs 16 says, don't trust violent people. They will mislead you to do the wrong thing. Choose your friends wisely for your own character. Your own character is going to be impacted by who you spend time with and who your friends are. And so it's important that we each surround ourselves with people who strengthen our character and don't weaken our character. And by the way, it's important to be that kind of friend for other people as well. You know, I have different people over the years that I could name. Uh, one of them is Pastor Bill Morrow. One is Ed Dixon. Uh, different friends that I've made over the years who are mentors to me and who have been friends to me over the years. And I stay connected with them and I surround myself with people that I trust and people that I want to be like because they're good for me. I intentionally stay connected with them because they're good for me. You need to choose your friends wisely. We need to choose our friends wisely for our character and reputation, but also even for our own safety. Because some people, there's some people out there, there's some relationships out there that are going to damage you. They're going to take advantage of you. They're going to harm you in the name of friendship. And sometimes we need to make choices about that as we're choosing our friends. And you don't have to put a giant banner out there. You don't have to confront them even sometimes. You don't have to put a disclaimer out to the world. But there are going to be times when all signs are pointing to a toxic friendship uh, or the Holy Spirit just gives you a gut feeling. And we need to pay attention to that sometimes. Some people, I hate to say it, but some people are just out to use or abuse you. And Proverbs recognizes that. In fact, Proverbs gets a little sarcastic sometimes in some of the verses that they say about this. Look at this. Proverbs 14, verse 20. You have no friends if you're poor, but you have lots of friends if you're rich. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 19, verse 6 says, everyone tries to be friends with those who can help them. And everybody who has a pickup truck said yes on a moving day, right? 
Proverbs 21 verse 10 says, evil people want to do wrong, even to their friends. And Proverbs 29 verse 5 says, flattery is nothing less than setting a trap. You know, choose your friends wisely. Have wisdom and make sure that you're in safe space with the friendships that you're choosing. Number two principle, friends are loyal and trustworthy. Proverbs 17, 17 says a friend is there to help in any situation. A chapter later, it says a true friend is closer than your own family. And then a little bit later in Proverbs 25, I like this one. A friend that you can't trust in times of trouble is like having a toothache or a sore foot. Oh, we all know what that is. You know what it is to have that throbbing pain of a toothache or a sore foot that you're trying to walk on. Maybe you got the wrong shoes or something. And it's not debilitating and it's not, you have to go to emergency in the hospital or anything, but it's just throbbing and it's taking energy and it's distracting you and it's making it hard to focus. This is the impact of a friend that you can't trust when you're in trouble. Friends are loyal and they're trustworthy, especially when you're having a hard time. They should be there through thick and thin, and there should be more thick than thin, is my version of that. You know, I remember years ago, when Jeff's mom had passed away, and we were there at the funeral, and 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 so many people were coming through. It had been very sudden, and she was young, and so it was just a very difficult time. And I'll never forget that the entire time that we were walking through that process, walking through the visitation and the service and everything, Jeff's best friend from public school, Colin, was standing beside Jeff, just standing there, right beside him for hour after hour after hour, right there, loyal and trustworthy. Colin and another guy named Rob are two of Jeff's best friends, even still today. They knew each other from public school and they're two people that Jeff knows he can count on. They're loyal and they're trustworthy. Number three, friends don't gossip. Friends don't gossip. Okay. Proverbs 25 verse 18 says, telling lies about friends is like attacking them with clubs and swords and sharp arrows. Proverbs 11.13 says, a gossip tells everything, but a true friend will keep a secret. Proverbs 16 verse 28 says, gossip is no good. It causes hard feelings and it comes between friends. Proverbs 17 verse 9 says, you'll keep your friends if you forgive them, but you will lose your friends if you keep talking about what they did wrong. Friends don't gossip. It's amazing how many times this topic comes up in the book of Proverbs. Because the truth is, we all need friends. But the truth is also, those friendships can be damaged. And if they're damaged, it's usually by what came out of our mouth. It's usually by something that we said. And it's hard to take words back. And it's hard to rebuild trust if you've broken confidence. And I tend to assume, I don't know about you, but I tend to assume that if a friend is talking to me about another friend and gossiping about them, they're probably talking about me to somebody else. Friends don't gossip. They don't talk behind each other's backs. Number four, friends are honest. This is an important one. Proverbs 27 verse 5 says, A truly good friend will openly correct you. You can trust a friend who corrects you, but kisses from an enemy are nothing but lies. This is 
This one has a little bit of depth to it, a little bit of nuance. It takes a little working out. But friends are honest with you. And part of that honesty is being loving while they're being honest. You know, we all know people that speak the truth in love and really they just leave you bleeding on the floor. But there's an honesty that comes that is safe within a loving and good and solid friendship. If the honesty is destroying you, by the way, and that honest honesty is destroying you over and over again, I'm not sure that's a friend. You might want to go back to the first thing about choosing your friends wisely. But good friends are honest. I always tell this story of uh, this time when I was traveling and I was on a team of people and I wasn't in charge of the team. I was just a participant in the team and, and we had gone um, to different places and all of that. And we were coming back and, you know, it was the end of a two week trip and I was a little bit tired, a little bit, I was a little bit frustrated. The introverted me was really starting to assert itself. I was a little bit done with being with a crowd of people. And I was walking through the airport with this team of people and one person on the team was my very good friend and had been for years. And there was a moment as we were walking through the airport in Frankfurt, Germany, where she caught up to me and she said, um, Patty, can I tell you something? And I said, sure. What's up? And she said, you're getting a little snippy. And you know what? She was right. And I really appreciated her honesty. And I appreciated that we were good enough friendships, good enough friends that she could say that to me. And I could go, Oh man, you're right. Thank you for calling me on that. I needed to know that. Good friends are honest and there's safety in that happening. On the other hand, I once had somebody who was a toxic person in a relationship and in a friendship with me. And they asked me one time and they said, can I tell you, I need to tell you what's wrong with you so that you can do better. Do I have your permission to tell you what's wrong with you? And I said, no because it wasn't going to be helpful to me. Their honesty was not in the context of true, good friendship. Friends are honest in part because they're friends and because you can trust them. Enemies, even when they're honest, probably shouldn't be trusted. Okay, number five, friends have tact and diplomacy. I had a hard time finding words for this category. There's a a bunch of verses from Proverbs I'm going to share with you. And this was the best description I could come up with that fit them all. Friends have tact and diplomacy. Tact is a keen sense of what to say or do to avoid giving offense. Diplomacy is um, skill in handling negotiations and people so that there's no ill will, okay? So it's the opposite of this is me, like it or not, I don't care. You can either take me or leave me. It's the opposite of that. It's the idea that um, the world doesn't revolve just around me. It's paying attention to what's happening with others, adjusting my behavior accordingly and being considerate instead of just going, I don't change for anybody and this is just the way I am. By the way, that should eventually balance out. If you constantly adjust for somebody else and they never adjust in return, that might not be a healthy friendship. You might want to go back to the choose your friends wisely bit. But but look at these scriptures and think about Proverbs and think about the idea of tact and diplomacy among friends. Okay, ready? Here we go. Proverbs 25 verse 20. Singing to somebody in deep sorrow is like pouring vinegar in an open cut. You know, when somebody's hurting, somebody's grieving, maybe not the time to sing. Might not be the time to tell a joke. Just Maybe listen, maybe hush, maybe just be present. Proverbs 3 verse 27 says, do all you can for everyone who deserves your help. Don't tell your neighbor to come back tomorrow if you can help them today. 
Don't try to be mean to neighbors who trust you. Don't argue just to be arguing when you haven't even been hurt. You know, it's this, don't mess with people's heads. Don't tell people you're too busy if you're not. Don't argue just to be right when it doesn't matter anyway. Just, just be authentic. Be genuine. Be actually, you know, tactful and diplomatic. Proverbs 26 says, it's no crazier to shoot sharp and flaming arrows than to cheat somebody and then say, I was only fooling. You know, there are jokes, there's fun, there's even pranks. We have a few pranksters on our staff team, and we like to have a lot of fun here at our church with the people that we work with, and that's all good. But sometimes, you know, we all probably know somebody or have been in a situation where a person just crosses lines over and over again in their jokes or while they're trying to have fun. And when you protest or you say, you know what, that was a bit hurtful or whatever, then the response is, oh my goodness, I was only joking. Gosh, can't you take a joke? Can I just say, if you are a person that finds yourself saying that a lot, I was only joking, can't you take a joke? If you're having to say that a lot, it might be that you're misreading what's happening around you a little bit. It might be that you're misreading the relationships and the people around you. Maybe you need to adjust your behavior a bit and add in some tact and diplomacy. Here's the last one that I like. Proverbs 27 verse, t- seven, verse 14 says, a loud greeting early in the morning is the same as a curse. Jeff fully agrees with this one. He is not a morning person. I'm a morning person but I try to be very considerate of people who aren't because I want them to return the favor to me in the evening. Friendships have tact and diplomacy. And here's number six, the last principle that we see in Proverbs. Friends have boundaries. Proverbs 25, 17 is really honest. It says, don't visit friends too often or they're gonna get tired of it and they're gonna start hating you. Proverbs 17, 18 also says very bluntly, it's stupid to guarantee somebody else's loan. Friendships have boundaries. It's okay to have boundaries. It's okay to set those boundaries. It's okay to say, this is how much time I have. It's okay to say, no, I'm sorry, I can't co-sign your apartment lease. It, it tends to be better for everybody if you give to friends in need rather than loan. And if you loan, honestly, have the wisdom to put stuff in writing and have the terms clear and all of that kind of stuff. If you give, then give freely without any conditions and then stay that way. But it's okay to also say no entirely because healthy boundaries are really acceptable and really good for friendships. Listen, friendships matter. People need friends. Proverbs talks a lot about it. And the truth is we forget that sometimes. Sometimes we take our friends for granted Sometimes we go a long time without bothering to look after our friends and then we realize we've lost some friends. Sometimes we forget that others need our friendship, even in the moments when we don't feel we're particularly in need. We sometimes forget how much friendship matters. But Proverbs says in chapter 18, making up with a friend that you've offended is harder than breaking through a city wall. And that's painfully true better in the first place to build solid friendships and pour into them and invest in them and to be a good friend, better to do that, to find good friends and to actively value them than to have to repair something that's broken. So let's pause and let's reflect on that for a moment and just pray and invite God 
into our friendships. God, in this moment, you know, each of us has different names running through our minds. People that are good friends that we know we can trust and rely on. People that we laugh with and can tell jokes with and have a great time with. But probably for most of us, we've had some things surface in our minds during this talk that just is about some painful things, painful things we've gone through in the past or maybe are going through right now. Lord, in those friendships specifically, I'm asking that you would come, that you would come with the power and the presence of your Holy Spirit. Help us to figure out how to use wisdom in those friendships. And whether it's saying, I'm sorry because we've offended or gossiped, or whether it's setting boundaries and saying, I, I need to back away, or this is the line that I need to draw, or whatever it is, Lord, would you help us to behave in a way with our friendships that honors you, but also honors the people around us and fully acknowledges all of our need for friendship? Lord, I want to pray specifically for anybody, the person that's out there right now, because we've all been in this spot where we're just feeling pretty lonely and without friends at all. So whether it's a change of seasons in our lives or we've moved to a new place or... Lord, would you bring new friendships that bring us life and bring us energy and that help us to grow in every area of life, including spiritually. Bring those new friendships and give us the courage to step into those. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.